following program is rated R18+. May contain coarse language, sexual references, drug references, and a bunch of other shit. So if you're under the age of 18, get the fuck out. Can you read, my son? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Some of your ears survived that, and some of you are deaf now. That's a lot of fun. Uh, I've just done a recording of this podcast, got about 10 seconds in, restarted, said some weird shit, and uh, thought it wasn't appropriate to share with the general public. Um, (laughs) So I uh, started that shit again, and uh, you know what that means, neither do I. Uh, I'm going to start with a topic that, uh, you know, it's somewhat controversial and I've already spoken about this topic, but uh, this week, Cardinal George Pell, uh, once the third most powerful man in the Vatican, uh, Australia's most senior Catholic, was found guilty of child sex abuse. Uh, Listen. At this point in time, Catholicism is a fucking joke. Now, if any of my friends or listeners identify as Catholics, I strongly urge you to take a fucking hard look at your religion and categorize yourself as something else. Because this is too common. At this point, Catholicism is a sexual cult it's child predation at the pinnacle of uh being pedophiles every priest fuck yourself find a new religion because this is some bullshit now he he uh what was his fucking thing he had five charges which began in august uh and there was a hung jury Mm. leading to a retrial. Listen, firstly, that's bullshit that there was a hung jury. If, I don't give a fuck if you're a religious, you know, leader of any sort, but those idiots in the first jury need to fuck themselves because that's some bullshit. If you rape children... If you have consensual sex with a minor under the age of 16, you're a fucking monster. And whatever religion you have has been besmirched and Catholicism is dead. It's over. Get a new religion. 
It's fucking over, cunts. I swear to God. I never want to hear someone tell me they're Catholic again. Fuck you. If you're a Catholic, fuck you. Just because of your priests. And just because of all of your pedophiles. I won't even call them priests. That's still a holy word, I'm sure. Fuck you. Anyway, he's finally going to prison. He was granted one uh, one night of freedom uh, b- before he was taken to prison. And I say this with up the utmost sincerity. I hope... I hope his asshole is fucking shredded. I hope that he dies of a heart attack as the victim of a raping. Now that's something... Rape rape itself, trigger warning, yes, sorry. Rape itself is disgusting. So, no better a fate for a disgusting human that rapes children than to be raped. Now, I'd say by a child, but it's not possible because he's in a men's prison. And also, weird for me to say that. Um, I just wish he's dead. Uh, He was on leave from his role in Rome as the treasurer before he was found sexually, uh, found guilty of sexually penetrating children under the age of 18, as well as four charges of indecent acts. Okay, that was a single child of penetra- penetration. Now, I'm not sure if they were boys or girls. I, I, f- I think they were boys. But the, the most ridiculous part is that he denounced homosexuality as recently as the last year or, or something like that. But um, I think we know the, that's not even the worst bit. I'm not sure if it was girls or boys that he raped, but either way. Uh, For pedophilia, I think I would support capital punishment. I think that's... Is that where you get hanged and killed? I support the death penalty in terms of pedophilia and or rape. That's just my... That's my single political belief, actually, because I know shit all about it. No shit all. I don't give a fuck. I don't waste my ram on it. I don't waste my ram. I leave that shit thinking about sport and basketball and, you know, uh, porn. Uh, consensual porn. Uh, maybe. That's a touchy topic. Um, I think about games and art so I, I don't waste my ram on that shit. I'm going to transition out of that now because I kind of got hot with rage. Hope that man dies in the next week. Um, thank you to the justice system for having a retrial when we know he's a pedophile. The dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Anyway, we're moving on now. I've done something kind of interesting and my buddy Toby brought it up with me. Um, (laughs) it's the, what is it called? The, okay, I can't remember the, I think it's, hold on, I'll find it. It's called the, uh, Myers-Briggs personality 
type indicator. And I did the test twice. Um, I got two different answers, but they were very, very similar. Um, now, I the thing I think I am is ENFP. Now, I know the first letter means extroverted, which is 100% correct if anyone ever has met me. <laughs> it's true. Also, I do a podcast. It's true. I, uh, I have extroversion at almost a maximum. Um, they call that the campaigner personality. Here's some things or descriptions of my personality test, which I think is a very interesting insight into my personality. <clears throat> the campaigner personality is a true free spirit. They're often the life of the party, but unlike types in the explorer role group, campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment than they are in enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with others. Charming, independent, energetic, and compassionate, the 7% of the population that they would compromise, nope, comprise, can certainly be felt in any crowd. Um, <laughs> oh, there's a huge description here. I'm going to go on because it just makes me feel so good about myself. More than just sociable people pleasers, though. Campaigners, like all their diplomat cousins, are shaped by their intuitive quality, allowing them to read between the lines with curiosity and energy. They tend to see life as a big, complex puzzle where everything is connected, but unlike analyst personality types who tend to see that puzzle as a series of systemic machinations, campaigners... <laughs> I don't know. Machinations. I don't know if that's, a, that's how it's pronounced. Campaigners see it through a prism of emotion, compassion and mysticism. I don't know if I pronounced that right. And are always looking for a deeper meaning. That is so true. In terms of like religion and that's a that's an obvious yes. But like I'm I'm thinking about or trying to understand why someone's doing something they're doing all the time. And I find I feel like I can observe what they're doing, what people are doing. Many other types are likely to find these qualities irresistible. Well, everyone, <laughs> I knew this already. I'll tell you something. I have an advantage. I know I'm irresistible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> many other types find these irresistible. And if they found a cause that sparks their imagination, campaigners will bring an energy that oftentimes thrusts them into the spotlight, held up by their peers as a leader or a guru. But this isn't always where independence-loving campaigners want to be. Worse still, if they find themselves beset by administrative tasks and routine maintenance that can accompany a leadership position. Campaigners' self-esteem is dependent on their ability to come up with original solutions, and they need to know that they have the freedom to be innovative. They can quickly lose patience or become dejected if they get trapped in a boring role. Listen, that is... Oh, sorry about that. Uh... That is the truth, absolutely. Um, I get bored in a boring role. I get bored at workplaces where I have a strict routine, especially if I don't have any sort of interaction or any new systems I can try and put in. If I can try something new, I'm going to try something new. And that's just how I work, okay? That's just how things be. That's just how I be, motherfucker, damn! That's just how I be, man. Tell me more, that's just how I'm, that's just how I boot. All right. Um, <laughs> luckily, 
Sorry, I'm still going on about myself. It's happening. You're going to have to fucking listen to this. And also, I encourage other people... I encourage other people to go ahead and do this test and hit me up on Facebook or Instagram and let me know what your personality type is because I have a few listeners that are personal friends of mine that I do want to know and I want to understand a little more about your personality type. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, campaigners know how to relax and they are perfectly capable of switching from passionate, driven idealist in the workplace uh, that is imaginative and enthusiastic free spirit Oh, shit, I fucked that up. Anyway, we can flick a switch. Um, (laughs) It says here that we can kind of change gears with massive suddenness that can surprise our closest friends. Um, It says here we just connect with people emotionally unlike anyone else. Um, Just to get past this subject, I just want to go through a few people that that it says uh, have this, this personality type. Uh, Robin Williams. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I'm the same. I'm a rebirth of him. Uh, Will Smith. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Massive names. And Will Smith, man, is one of my idols. That guy. He motivates the fuck out of people. He's a smart motherfucker. And mm-mm-mm. love it. <laughs> uh, also, it gives me a um. Peter Malak from The Hunger Games. Uh, I, what is his name? Josh Hutchison. Uh, but I think it's based on the character personality type, not the actor. <laughs> and there was also someone else. Oh, uh, Drew Barrymore. Um, someone that embarrassed me a little. I can't remember. <laughs> I would tell you, I swear to God. Anyway, so there's also like... You know, uh, straight up ratings. Um, so my extrovertedness is at 90% as opposed to 10% introvertedness. It says that I massively prefer group activities organized by, uh, I'm, and I'm energized by social interactions. They tend to be, I tend to be more enthusiastic and more easily excited than introverts. Uh, it says I'm more intuitive than observant, uh, 67% to 33%. It then goes on to say, intuitive individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, and curious. They prefer novelty (laughs) over stability and focus on hidden meanings and future possibilities. Love a good hidden meaning. Hmm? I'm looking for those hidden meanings. That's so true. I literally always think that there's a hidden meaning of something or that there's like a, there's another reason that someone's doing something like a, you're faking me out with some fucking, what is the word I'm looking for? Hidden agenda. I always feel like someone's got a hidden agenda, and I try and figure that out. Um, my nature is 51% feeling and 49% thinking. Feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They are more empath- empathic and less competitive than thinking types and focus on social harmony and cooperation. But the fact is I'm right in between. Um, so I'm very... Very competitive um, in single instances. But if it comes to a long run, sometimes I can just give it up. Like, I don't give a fuck. Um, I think in the long run, for example, here's my example. Fighting for a spot in a basketball or a football team. Um, 
Now, with basketball, I never had this problem. In football, I have had this problem multiple times. And sometimes I just become complacent and I'm happy with my role in the team no matter what. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this year I'm trying to compete for my spot. <laughs> uh, and I have not given myself a good start. So, I'm off to the gym after this episode, guys. Uh, it goes on to say that... Uh, my tactics are prospecting rather than judging. It says that prospecting individuals are very good at improvising and spotting opportunities. They tend to be flexible, relaxed, and non-conformative. Uh, I prefer keeping my options open, which is probably true. Now, here's the one that scares me, because I haven't read this bit. It's turbulence versus assertiveness. <coughs> and I'm 60% turbulent and 40% assertive, so... That's nervy. Turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. They're likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be given uh, and to be success-driven, perfectionist and eager to improve. That's so true, but like it feels like I just get slammed by stress when that shit happens right there. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I don't I'm driven by success, but I can't seem to fucking commit to working towards my success. Do you know what I mean? I think my first ever commitment that I've stuck by so far is this podcast. I thought I was going to be an athlete. Then I thought I was going to be a musician. Then I thought I was going to be a comic. Might still try that. <laughs> and then I, I wanted to be a musician again. And then I, I haven't made music in years. It feels like I haven't written a song. I barely sing anymore. I don't play my guitar that much, which would disappoint the fuck out of my father even more than this podcast. Sorry, pups. Love you. Yeah, music music is a dead dream for me. I'll definitely, if I can, if I can earn some money, you know, I think money is my biggest concern in life. If I can earn some money and kind of set myself up in a way that my work is kind of flexible and I can kind of mess around with other things, I'll absolutely go back to trying some musical things because I love that. And I think my voice is angelic. Ugh. The pussies are wet. Uh. <laughs> Gross. But like, I'm worried that I've lost my musically creative spark. I used to rap a fuck ton and I rated the shit out of myself. I used to freestyle and shit. Can't do it anymore. Tried it the other day. Like, could, could not sm couldn't do shit. Couldn't fucking do it. Now, like... Uh, I still sing and I've been sick over the past couple of weeks, but I'm starting to feel like I want to kind of get back into singing again. And one thing I really want to learn is to to play piano. Because piano is like, it's just me and my friend Josh believe that it's such a a staple of any genre. Piano is the backbone of the music industry, really. Um, in terms of an instrument, I'd have to say that Piano is the most versatile. Uh, it's just amazing. <laughs> Man, this is called R18 Plus. I'm talking about piano. Oh. But I do, I love that this podcast so far has been a little bit more about me and a little bit more about my feelings and shit. I am going to get into something called, it's a classic. Wait for it. Horror sex stories are back. <laughs> um, but yeah, just. Look, I've loved this podcast so far because it's, it's, I don't always want to do sex, 
But I feel like at this point I'm still kind of committed to the sexual side of or the taboo side of topics. So I'm going to keep that in there. I'm going to keep that going. But I do want to try and get into some other things. Hence this podcast. Anyway, so that being said, you know I'm back on these horror sex stories. You know that because the other day I was watching, (laughs) I think it was Vikings. And the guy is just like, oh, I finished. And the girl's like, oh, I'm not finished. And I just fucking, I tried so hard today. I was on my phone, on Reddit, on fucking Google, on other things. I I was trying to find hilarious premature ejaculation stories. And I found zero good premature ejaculation stories, which makes me devastated. I tried for ages. But that just brings me back. We're going horror stories. One time during sex, my significant other and I tried to do the rollover while still boning thing. To switch positions from girl on top to missionary. We both went for it. But somehow we tried to roll opposite ways. And his rolling managed to send me flying completely off the bed. Caught air and everything. There was about a three second silence before we both just broke down and laughed. (sighs) That's disappointing, team. I was hoping for a bloody nose at least. A few years ago, I was having sex with my then girlfriend. She was being rather noisy and her roommates were home. So I told her to just bite my hand as she bit it. I ended up with six stitches. That's what you fucking get, dude! Never try and make a loud girl quiet, dog. Damn. If you're loud, girl. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Come close, come close. If you're loud, stay loud. (laughs) Stay loud. I don't like that people try and mute them. If you're loud, fucking scream. Get it out of your system. Hurt my ears, babe. Mm. (laughs) I was having sex with my girlfriend, doggy style, and pulled out. There was a plastic ring around my cock. She said it was her birth control thingy, and I felt like I'd won a carnival game. What's good? Your prize is a baby. Your prize is a fucking baby, bro. I'm so, Fuck yeah. Your prize is a baby. 18 years. 18 years. She had one of your kids. Had you for 18 years. And on that 18th birthday, he found out it wasn't his. No, I'm not saying she's a gold digger. Anyway. <laughs> your prize is a fucking child. That's a funny one, though. I like that. I don't know. I understand the birth control thingy thing. I, I haven't heard of that one. My girlfriend lives in Brooklyn but was raised in New Jersey. New Jersey. New 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 York. New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> While having sex, we could hear a few people in the street talking about their apartments and rent. Her room is about half a level above the street, so no one could see in the windows. At some point, one of the men in the conversation said, I've only been in New York- Jersey twice. And that was two times too many. My girlfriend, while on top, turned towards the window and silently gave the man the double bird, then continued. That's funny, but I wish she had fucking yelled at him. Like, Sh- get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck... Shut the fuck up! Get the fuck out of here! You know? Giving him that old gross fucking accent. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking... Uh, you fucking... Get the fuck out of here, then, yeah? 
Motherfucker, get out of here. <laughs> One day I'm going to be prosecuted for these woefully bad accents. I swear to God. I'm sorry to the American people. Then your accents are fucking getting butchered by me. Ooh. Sorry about it. Oh. You guys hear that? My my housemate got a new dog. His name's Trigger. He cute as hell. And he out there barking. I, hear I don't know if you can hear him. <laughs> he's so cute. But he's ruining my podcast. Shut the fuck up. I think he's barking at me. He's barking at my voice. Uh, when I started using a flogger on my partner. Do you mean like a whippy spanker thingy? <laughs> a whippy spanker thingy. A whippy. A whippy spanker thingy. They all whip a spanker. <laughs> when I started using a flogger on my partner, I accidentally whacked him across the face. Whoops. When we tried using candle wax, I burned him. He was he has a little scar on his chest and I feel abusive. He laughs every time it's brought up. Just about every experiment we've had it has been hilariously awkward. You just sound shit at stuff, honey. You just sound shit at stuff. I lost my virginity to a guy who wasn't circumcised. <laughs> this is a story about me. Uh, not a big deal, but he was a virgin too. A couple of minutes in, he thrust it a little hard and it forced his foreskin back, ripping it from the base of the head. Oh, it started bleeding. Oh, oh, poor lad. He ended up having to go to hospital and getting five or six stitches in his dick, which resulted in an inch-long scar. They say you never forget your first time. Obviously, he won't. Does dislocating your kneecap mid-thrust count as hilarious? No, you've got a fucking shit knee, though. Work on some prehab, buddy. Oh, shit, this is a long one. So just so you know, I actually only read one of these just to kind of see if this was one that we'd already talked about. I was like, nah, I don't recall that. Going to go through these unread. This happened back when my husband and I were first dating. He was spending the night maybe the third or fourth time. I woke up from some unsettling dreams and rolled over to cuddle with him. I had a bad dream, I say to him. He rubs my arm a bit and sleepily says, oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> she goes, you know what? <laughs> what makes it better? I ask him. He goes, Mmm, I squeeze me a bit tighter and rip a giant fart. Oh. <laughs> I've always had problems with that filter that normal people have. That filter that keeps them from doing the things their cave-dwelling ancestors did with impunity. I didn't think I just did it. <laughs> Suddenly I'm completely awake and aware of the fact that this guy I've only been dating for a short time. But I'm really falling for his lying next to me in the silence because instead of saying something like the thing that makes me feel better is waking up next to you, I just squeezed a, a giant fart. So much for being ladylike. Then I realized that he's a silent, but that's because he's laughing hard. He loved it. I was relieved. Oh, I don't want romantic ends to these long fucking stories. Fuck you for writing a long story. Fuck you for making it romantic at the end. And fuck you. I wish you would shit yourself. Poor lad. My boyfriend and I were having sex, and he was on top of me. He, le he leaned down, so our stomachs were touching. Ooh, someone's fat. 
Somehow the suction between our stomachs created this loud, embarrassing farting sound. I told you they were fat. We've been together almost three years, so we just had a really good laugh. I don't want to hear happiness at the end of it. Say something fucking wild. Uh, he broke up with me on the spot because I shat myself. Or, <laughs> I don't know. These are really fucking mild, these ones. They're always ending in love and shit. I have the tendency to squeeze my pelvic muscle really hard during sex, and the guys really like that. Fuck yeah, I like that. I must have squeezed way too hard because the condom stuck to me as he was thrusting in and out. After we were done, he pulled out, and there was no condom on his dick. We freaked out for a sec, <laughs> and I was like, you sure you put one on? Then I realized, lol, and dug my finger really, really deep and pulled it out. Ooh, he had a big dick. That's what she's saying. I put my fingers really, really deep and pulled that out. I wish she still got pregnant, though. That would have been fucking sick. That would have been hilarious. That would have been hysterical. Don't know what that was. I feel like that was like a one of those presidents. One of those slavery-loving presidents. <laughs> Hopefully... <laughs> My guy Sohan doesn't get offended by all these America jokes. Hey, at least your priests aren't raping people. Or are they? Dunno. Fuck you, George Pell, you fucking piece of shit. I had the Nigel Thornberry sound as my text tone and forgot to turn it off. That's awesome. I'm trying to... I can't remember his name, but... uh, Sorry, the sound of his voice. But that sounds like a hysterical event. Especially if he said something freaky. Nigel Thornberry. You guys hearing that dog? Oh, he stopped. There it is. I can see it coming up on that fucking game. Hey, shut the fuck up, would you? Sorry. (laughs) My ex used to tickle me all the time. Man, he's been barking for a long time, right? At least five minutes. Now I've stopped talking, he stopped barking. Oh, there he is. Hey, hey. Shut the fuck up. He's cute, but he barks a lot. Shut the fuck up. All right, anyway. My ex used to tickle me all the time as foreplay. I guess he just liked the way I squirmed when he did it. But I (laughs) I would always tell him not to. I hate being tickled since I'm so sensitive. And I lose all control of my body when it happens. Oh, that sounds sexual. Anyway, he was on top of me, tickling me one time, and I lost control. Need him in the balls. Total accident. And that's an end to the foreplay. These are boring. Give me something fucking crazy. Give me something with some girth. You know, like, this guy had a huge dick and it tore my vagina to my asshole. Or give me something like, oh, give me something like, I was fucking this girl and pulled her dick, pull, put my dick in her ass, anal, kept going. Accidental anal. Kept going. I pull it out and she shat all over me. That's the kind of shit I want to fucking hear. Damn. I'm going to proofread next time. I'm really sorry how boring some of those cunts were. But God damn. I want to hear about an accidental dirty Sanchez. A girl didn't know that he had fucking... I, I don't know. Maybe a girl like thought, oh, like he put it in my ass, put it back in my vagina. Even though that's how yeast infections happen. And didn't realize that there was shit at the base of his thing. Got poo on her lips. Surely that's how it happened. Also. Vikings are sick. I've been watching Vikings lately. 
and I watched this one called The Last Kingdom. Both fucking sick shows. And I just kind of wish that I was a Viking. Like a Dane or some shit. Like fucking... Just... Their religion seems so cool. And like, I don't know, not... Like mythical. Like mythical. Their priests aren't raping people, like kids and shit. I mean, maybe back in the day they did, but like, you know what I mean? It's kind of a romanticized... Anyway, at this point, I'm just saying Vikings are sick as hell. And uh, I'm going to slash a, slash a bunch of people and die and go to Valhalla. That's <laughs> so fucking dumb. Uh. So, um, I've got a f- pretty funny thread here from Reddit. I think. It's called, Virgins of Reddit, What Are Your Not Safe For Work Questions? <laughs> now listen it's nothing to be ashamed of if you're a virgin but I'm hoping and if this doesn't come through I'm hoping that there's some fucking sick questions here cause if not I'm gonna be fucking angry I'm gonna be fucking pissed okay want some funny ones is there a difference between whether you do it with someone you love or with someone meaningless? I know it's a stupid question, but I can't help but wonder. Uh, you know, there's definitely a difference. Intimacy is, I think intimacy is the key there. And there's something to be said for both, non-intimacy and definite intimacy. My favorite is intimacy. I'm an EFNP. So emotional connections are my shit. And I just... <laughs> Used my personality type as a reference in a sexual podcast. Next question. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wrist watch on or off? Uh, if you got a smartwatch, keep it on. Get your blood, your, you know, kind of get your exercise for the day, your targets and shit, <laughs> or wrap it around your dick. Uh, yeah, but wear your smartwatches, leave the other ones off. How do you actually know when you're ready? Because your fucking dick's hard or your pussy's wet. That's how you know. Uh, is it awkward? Yes, if you're an awkward person. Definitely. How do you all you experienced people react when you find out your sexual partner is a virgin? Does it make sex different for you? I'm honestly worried that I'll disappoint whoever. Uh, sex with my ex was good, um, even though she was a virgin. Uh, she was kind of uh, vanilla at the start, but... I kind of coached her into some stuff. As long as, as long as it's consensual and they're interested in going to another level, then you know it it can be fine. I think if you love someone and there's intimacy there, and you're a virgin, I don't think there's a single problem with that. As long as the person genuinely has feelings for you, it's not going to be an issue. How is it not completely so awkward? Because I'm not an awkward person. That's why. Uh, I'm 19, but pretty shy. The thought of seeing someone naked and then not really knowing what you're doing makes me feel uncomfortable. I just don't know how I could do it. Watch porn. That'll make you feel more comfortable. Will it still hurt even though I masturbate quite frequently? Uh, Maybe. It just depends. Like, lubricate up and you'll be fine, I'm sure. I I don't have a vagina. I don't really know. Um... (laughs) What does push, pussy actually taste or feel or smell like when you go down on a girl? Like glory. Uh, if it's a nicely well-kept pussy. Fuck me. This dog. Yo. What's up? 
Huh? You trying to fight? What the fuck is up, Kyle? What the f- what the fuck is up, Kyle? Huh? Huh? Shut the f- Huh? 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 Yeah, that's what I thought. Got him. <laughs> I'm feeling like I should ask something even though I'm not a virgin. Oh, fuck yourself then. If you aren't especially packing, is trying to master cunnilingus a better option to make her enjoy it as well? God has granted me the curse of lacking, and although I have a girlfriend, I want to let her enjoy our time too. Get good at foreplay! As a man growing up in a Christian community, foreplay uh, is a natural progression because you do everything but have sex. However, at some point you will realize there is more to life than a false god... And the foreplay will come through and do wonders for your sex life. I'm amazing at it. And every girl I have talked to ever after sex has confirmed that. Un- I mean, some of them are prompted because I definitely ask how it was. I want to improve my sexual performance. And I want to make sure that you had a good fucking time so that you might come back. So. Foreplay is the move. Do I put it in and out again? Yeah, dude, that's how it works. How the fuck did you do it? I put my penis in a vagina with consent. Mm, weird question, but I guess this is the thread. What is the best way to eat a girl out? Ask her what she likes. That's the best way. Is it true that if you do not use it, you lose it? Yes, you lose it. Find a condom that fits before you actually need a condom that fits is a massive tip as well. Big tip. Because if you have a big one and you got a small pain, well, then go hell and you're going to miss out. You're going to fuck yourself up. If you have a small pain and you have a big big pain and a small condom, it hurts to stretch. So that's that. Uh, I just want to say a big ol' big ol' thanks to my boy Sohan. Uh, his new project, Just Grow, in massive capital letters and spaces in between each letter. Uh, for the intro and outro music, I'd like to say a massive thanks again. Uh, check him out on Facebook and SoundCloud under Sohan Grover or Just Grow. Uh, he's got some sick shit. And even my rapper friends, maybe hit him up. He does sell exclusive rights to certain tracks. Uh, listen, my socials are on SoundCloud. I18 Plus Podcast. This is how you're probably listening. On YouTube, it's R18 Pod. On Insta, R18 underscore podcast. Uh, my email address is r18pod at gmail.com. And on Facebook, I'm R18 plus podcast. If you have any questions, need advice, or if you're a virgin that needs de-virginizing or re-virginizing and then de-virginizing, uh, if you need a condom, hit me up. I've got heaps. I am barren right now uh, in terms of sexual relationships. Uh, hit me up if you need a condom. <laughs> Get tested for chlamydia. Alright, catch you later.